0: operation of the machine becomes so odious,
1: makes you so sick at heart, that you can't take part, you can't even passively take part, and you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. All right, we are back and better than ever. Comic book revolution podcast by my side. The chimney sweep to my Mary Poppins. <laughs> Steven. Yes. How is your Thanksgiving, my friend?
0: it was pretty good very uh, fattening but very that's fattening kind of what it's supposed to be I think
1: my Thanksgiving was good at spending it down to 305 as I do every year yeah with lucky. the family <laughs> always enjoyable we have a deli- what's great about our Thanksgiving Stephen is it's always warm yeah it was by 82 degrees Thanksgiving day and mm-hmm. sunny it's gorgeous we went outside the great thing about South Florida is the park system is phenomenal mm-hmm. Great parks, great playgrounds, you know, took the kids out, took the boys out, they got to run around, Mm -hmm. get some energy out before we stuffed them full of food, and they went to a turkey coma. (laughs) And what's really cool is down there, all their parks, a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them have these uh, workout stations. Mm -hmm. And they're really neat. I mean, they're all covered, Mm -hmm. you know, so you get to work out while you're at the park, (laughs) enjoying the beautiful weather. That's what you get when you have nice weather 24-7. You know, you're going to get a lot of really good parks. The parks there are fantastic. Yeah. So that's the plus side. The downside is the traffic sucks. Traffic yeah. was a nightmare, and it's made even worse by the fact that it's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which means everybody is traveling. I-95 was a parking lot. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> it, just, it was miserable. I hate driving on I-95. Mm-hmm. It was lousy. And then Miami itself just has bad traffic. Period. Like, yeah. just period. Mm-hmm. It's like Miami metro area, uh, the Washington, D.C. metro area, uh, the New York metro area, and L.A. Like, those mm-hmm. are like the four worst areas to drive in. And luckily for me, Stephen, I get to be in two of those quite often, Miami and D.C. <laughs> joy, oh, joy for All me.
0: Right, <laughs> well, D.C. Has a, has a good metro, so. You know, I, I, always, take I yeah. always
1: take that. I always take that. And you know me, I'm car first. Yeah, but so I it, still, t- it takes a lot. I still
0: take it. He cringes as he his he. I do. Oh, won for the metro, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stephen. So, uh, in this podcast, I thought uh, since we took last week off mm-hmm. for the Thanksgiving break, uh, we got a whole bunch of news to get to. Yes, and I also thought we'd take a quick peek at the October sales charts as well. Okay, nothing too uh, earth shattering. <laughs> You know, either in the news or in the sales chart, but some things of interest. A couple of random news uh, tidbits that really caught my eye.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Steven, you know how I love amusement parks? Yes. Disney theme parks are number one in my heart. Mm -hmm. Love to go to them all the time. Hasbro is launching family entertainment centers across North America. Really? Yes. Los Angeles-based Kilburn Live has entered into a licensing agreement with Hasbro. To create these uh, big family entertainment centers across the country um, and uh, in U.S. and Canada, and the indoor family facilities will take iconic Hasbro brands and create interactive, immersive, and innovative entertainment experiences in a high-energy, gamified environment with multiple activity zones. Hmm. Sounds pretty cool, actually, because Hasbro's got a lot of cool properties <laughs> that you know we all know and love. Oh yeah, and the ones that they trot out in the uh, little press release. Uh, includes uh, My Little Pony. I don't care about that. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, if you're a Brony, you're a creep. Nah. <laughs> I'm making that judgment call, Steven. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. If you're an adult man, <laughs> you, 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 that, that's creepy. Yeah, that's really high. I'm keeping my kids away from you. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, Hasbro certainly cares because you know the, the money they want that they But <laughs> yes, yes,
1: uh, they also name drop shoots and ladders. I haven't thought of that game in forever, Stephen. Uh, I mean, I guess that could be fun. <laughs> I know, I guess yeah. a Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, Hungry Hungry Hippo, <laughs> Clue, which had a successful oh, movie.
0: Okay, yeah, that's right.
1: Battleship, which did not have a successful movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Potato Head, GI Joe. Okay, they was... don't name drop uh, Transformers, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they have the rights to make Transformers toys, but they don't own the rights to Transformers themselves. Hmm. It appears. That's interesting. Yeah. Because obviously if they did, they would be leading with Transformers (laughs) first and foremost. It would be Transformers (laughs) 1, G.I. Joe 2. Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, I think it's kind of interesting. You know, look, I I love amusement parks. I'm going to go to it if it opens up near us.
0: Right. Didn't Hasbro just purchase the Power Rangers?
1: Uh, Yeah, they did actually. They hmm. didn't mention Power Rangers either, which is a little bit surprising. Interesting. I would think for sure you'd want to roll out a, a Power Rangers ride or game or game some, whatever. Or I'm guessing a lot of these might be VR games and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, VR rooms. That's really huge um, right now. Disney's got one, The Void. It's mm-hmm. just a fantastic one. Star Wars theme, 101 Wreck-It Ralph theme. Yeah. They're it's pretty amazing. They're amazing. Okay. Uh, I'm oh. guessing Stephen they'll probably open one of these up in Northern Virginia. That's my guess. And yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's only about a two that's and a half hour ride best, for us.
0: The best way to best place to open it up, at least in this, at least in the state. Yeah. <laughs> I will for sure check it out.
1: Um. Stephen's like, I'm not doing that.
0: So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's closer than having to drive all the way down to Florida for Disney World. That is so. very true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, some movie news. There's all interesting stuff going on for movies and mm-hmm. the streaming services. I'm lumping them all together.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, that's what, that's what they are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong, a movie that I am so ready for. Because yes. you know I love my kaiju. Mm-hmm. They have announced that uh, they've added John Wick actor Lance Reddick. Yes. Yeah. That's a good addition, isn't it? Yes, it is. I love that guy. Me too. Me too. So he will uh, – uh, I'm interested to see what kind of role he gets. He's mm-hmm. a, that's a really cool actor. I like him. He's Charon in John Wick. Mm-hmm. He's just – he's very cool. Yes. That's uh, a absolutely. good, good addition. Uh, they also, speaking of Godzilla,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they they released a a new uh, image, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks pretty cool. I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a badass-looking Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, wow. So, <laughs> I, I just I like how they're slowly starting to rule out little teaser things here and there, mm-hmm. trying to ramp things up. Yep, that's and right. uh, I like I like this approach. You know, teaser image here, teaser image there, like get people get you know start to whet your appetite because mm-hmm. I mean I don't know maybe I'm being too hopeful, but I just think this movie has a lot of potential.
0: I mean, I think. I think it'll ultimately depend for me because I liked Kong Skull Island quite a bit. I, thought I it did was a too. Lot of fun. I did too. Um, but I think it'll depend on the because the next Godzilla comes out next year, right? And I'm pretty stoked about that because that looks really cool. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know, if they somehow drop the ball, I don't think they will because they're not doing a you know a, a DC or a Marvel like oh 50 movies or whatnot. Right. So
1: they've taken their time with this yes. one.
0: Hopefully, this will. Work out.
1: <laughs> I agree. No, I totally agree. Also, in the news, Stephen, you've got the fact that Wreck It Ralph is tearing up the box office. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the second largest Thanksgiving day weekend opening
0: yeah.
1: ever mm-hmm. in the history of the box office. That's right. That is, that's pretty impressive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's, that's no slouch. So, it, it, number one, of course, was Frozen. Yes. <laughs> What's interesting, Stephen, is Disney owns. Mm-hmm. The number one, yep. The number two, mm-hmm. the number three, mm-hmm. the number four, mm-hmm. the number five, mm-hmm. the number six. Mm-hmm. Top Thanksgiving Day weekend openings. Yeah. That is insane. <laughs> that's, that's, that's insane, <laughs> Stephen. That's crazy talk. Yes. That, I, I, I saw that stat and I was just like, yeah. what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. And um. <laughs> What's funny to me is that they also they used to own the number one live action Right, thanks to I me mean, with enchant, with um, enchanted or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Creed 2 came out and topped
1: that. So yeah that's
0: I crazy. Just, I feel them seething. It's Ooh. oh, who knows what
1: they'll release next year now <laughs> to take it back. That's it'll, it'll be something, I'm sure. It'll be something.
0: I think it's actually Frozen 2, maybe. I think you're right. I think yeah. it is Frozen
1: 2. and and that will I'm and that'll just, destroy. Oh my the box god, god, that will destroy the box office record, no doubt in my mind, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> no doubt. So it appears that um, as of. Um, after the weekend was over, Ralph uh, breaks the internet, brought in $118.6 million after 12 days in the theater. Uh, this is a very expensive movie to make, though, Stephen. It was around a $300 million yeah. budget. It was very <laughs> expensive. So it, it's got a ways to go to make up its money. Obviously, it's going to make up the money. It, it's going to make it up in terms of box office sales and then uh, Blu-ray sales and mm-hmm. digital downloads and <laughs> merchandise and blah, 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 blah. Oh, th- the merchandise is off the charts. What's yeah. interesting, Stephen, is it, it, a little this is a big Disney fans will know this. So, you know, Oh My Disney.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's an extremely popular website for yeah. Disney
1: uh, fans, right? In particular, I was going to say younger Disney fans. That's what it was originally created to target younger Disney fans, mm-hmm. you know, like ones in their teens and twenties. Yeah. Right. But it became immensely popular with old Disney fans, yes. even in, you know, their sixties and seventies, <laughs> because it's just a cool website. Yeah. So what's interesting is there, they have a lot of merchandise that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Of course. And the idea is they try to promote a lot of merchandise they think that will target, uh, you know, people in their teens and their twenties. On you know, oh my Disney,
0: yeah,
1: the scene with the princesses. <laughs> now, the scene the princesses when you see them get on all their casual wear, mm-hmm. you can buy all that. Yeah, you can buy. I, it. I knew it. I knew Every the I saw article that. of yes. clothing mm-hmm. you see, you can buy. Yeah, and that's why with the Disney movie, you can't just look at the box office yes. numbers. Because yeah. that in in effect became a nice ad for the Oh My Disney app, mm-hmm. and a nice ad for the line of princess casual clothing, mm-hmm. that and they're an rolling excuse out. to
0: release the princesses again. Yes,
1: the Wreck It uh, Ralph versions. It's it's mind boggling, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, and I like, and it, it, the, I yeah. thought the shirts were really funny because they take a gimmick, they yeah. take one of the gimmicks from the princess movies,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and put it on the shirt. <laughs> so it, so if you saw someone wearing the shirt, you wouldn't know. They don't tell. It doesn't yeah. have like any logo on it. It just has like a saying, <laughs> right? So you wouldn't know by at first. Yeah. Who, who, what? Like, you know, with Moana, it just says hashtag shiny <laughs> and it has like Tamatoa. Yeah. Uh, that was the most obvious one. I think. Like Little Mermaid had something like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, is this a who's it's or what's it's or mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. But it, uh, they, they yeah. take like a little line or a quote or. or an homage to the movie, but it's one that if unless you know, you're not going to get it immediately if you see someone wearing the shirt.
0: Yeah, and um, I think I think one of them. I think the one uh, Tiana from the Prince and the Frog. I think it just has Nola on it.
1: Yes, it just has Nola. So it could exactly. be any right.
0: New Orleans shirt. <laughs> it's it's
1: uh, it's it's genius. I thought yes, absolute genius, and I like the movie. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Sure, I like the first one. It took in my opinion. I thought the first one was a better story. Mm-hmm. And I think it had more heart. Sure. And um, it just had a lot more heart and soul to it. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know. Yeah. And I thought it had a better cast. Yeah, The cast was better. I mm-hmm. mean, Fix It Felix, great. Um, yeah. um, what's her name's character? The blonde lady who uh, I love uh, immensely. Um, and I'm, everyone listening to the podcast is screaming her name. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, is
0: it the um, the 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 like the, the colonial marine looking? Yeah, chick? yeah, that one. I'm trying to think of. It's um I know the actress but I'm trying to think of the character's name. What is the actress's name? It's um it's Jane Jane
1: Jane Levy? I the, believe so. I don't
0: Jane remember. Lynch. Jane Lynch. Yeah, thanks, Jane right. Lynch.
1: Yeah, and she she was fantastic as Sergeant Calhoun, mm-hmm. and you know King Candy, and yeah. I don't know. Just I thought the cast characters were better,
0: and it was it was more interesting to see the like the the arcade the video game characters. Yes, again, how and I thought them,
1: that really. setting was more immersive mm-hmm. and felt more lived in and felt uh, just more. Ho- it just it created a, a warm home where you mm-hmm. real the, the viewer really could feel comfortable in. It's right. uh, just too big. It's too big yeah, to create um, that intimate setting that that the first movie had. Mm-hmm. And I think also, the first movie will age better sure. because it'll have all the trendy yeah, internet references that, that will that, become uh, that dated. Were already, that were already dated when the movie came out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stephen, another five years, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet is going to be crazy dated to the yeah. point where you're just like Ugh. it's just Yeah, you know what I mean
0: yeah I mean because I, I haven't seen it yet but I've seen a lot of people when they talk about it they talk about one scene in particular and that's the scene with the Disney princesses
1: no that's probably the they, funniest scene
0: yeah and it's like well what about everything else like oh well it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
1: It's okay. I mean, the movie's not bad, for goodness sakes. So I sure. I don't mean to say that, but yeah. it's, it's, not as good as, it's not as good as the first one.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind of disappointing, because I really like the first
1: one. Uh, me too. Love yeah. the first one. Um, also, in the news, movie news, Stephen, mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of interesting. Caught my eye.
0: Okay.
1: Saudi Arabia government is considered buying... 500 to 700 million dollar stake in legendary entertainment. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. I I wow, exactly. I don't know what to
0: think of that.
1: <laughs> I know. And everybody and, and I've told you before I I I like uh, Mm. Legendary because they've given us the Dark Knight movies, Pacific Rim, Jurassic World, Mm -hmm. Godzilla, King Kong, all kind of stuff I like. (laughs) They're um, Universal and
0: Warner Brothers is a (laughs) uh, adopted child that they share custody with, exactly.
1: But I don't really know if I like the idea of the Saudi Arabian government with all that they have done in the news with the Khashoggi murder. Yeah, I I don't really know how I would feel about supporting any uh, any movie. Studio and you know me, Stephen. I'm the last person to get political. Oh, sure. And the last person to start saying boycott this or boycott that because of politics. That's not my style. I just kind of mind my own business sure. and do my own thing and enjoy yeah. what I want to enjoy mm-hmm. and live my own little fantasy world that I've constructed for myself. <laughs> 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 that's how I live my life. It's but, nice to you know, escape there sometimes. Exactly. So. That's just how I do things. But you know, but even I, as totally non political as I am, even I, I, I would have a hard time, Stephen. I would have a hard time. Yeah. Supporting a, a movie studio that has such a massive investment from a from the Saudi Arabian government—it's not a Saudi Arabian business; it's the government.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's just sketchy as it is already. Because yeah. I mean, it's like if the, um, it's like if the um, Canadian government decided, oh, well, we're going to invest heavily in Universal. It's like, well, why? Yeah, what are you looking to do here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And and the thing with Saudi and you are correct because I remember, I remember a specific time when everybody would always, and this would be me in particular, it's like, God, you know, why are the the Russians as the bad guys again? Really, are we really going down? And then right. things started to happen. And it's like, oh well, looks like they knew something that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that's that stuff. Unfortunately, creeps in, and yep. I would
1: rather they don't take the money. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, oh, uh, also. <laughs> In, in in the world of box office, Stephen, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Ralph breaks the internet. You know how i i, I always <laughs> I always look at my wife, yes. who's, who's she's so funny. She can't pick what movie's going to bomb in the movie in, mm-hmm. in the box office if it, her life depended on it. And look my, my <laughs> wife is my wife is super duper duper liberal and super yeah. SJW. She is. She yeah. just is. You
0: don't let her bet on these, do you? <laughs>
1: no, no. So if she sees something that you know, and you know. As a super duper liberal, super SJW, she'll see something and be like, well, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. What would it matter? And I'm like, I don't know. I think your average fans are going to go, this is not too exciting. Sure. <laughs> and I've never been wrong. <laughs> and so we had a big argument over Robin Hood. Really? Now, uh, look, I'm, I'm not an English, I'm not an Anglophile. Sure. Uh, I'm not British. Mm-hmm. I have no connection with Great Britain. I don't really care about Great Britain, to be <laughs> honest with you. Okay. They're not my people, it's not, yeah. my, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, I don't, never been a fan of their myths and mm-hmm. tales. It's just sure. not my thing. Uh, but anyhow, Robin Hood. I saw a trailer, and I'm like, why is Jamie Fox in yeah. Robin Hood? And she's like, well, why can't he be Little John? I'm like, well, I mean, I guess, but it's kind of weird because it's like, yeah, whenever medieval England, I. Seems a little strange. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Well, it, I'm just saying if you're building a setting, I mean, it's a little weird. I mean, I think it would be kind of weird if you did an Eric the Red movie and they, they were like full of like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, Italians and Hispanics and, uh, you know, some Asians and a couple of black guys. That was the crew. I think that would be kind of strange. It would be kind of hard to get into the movie, wouldn't it? I don't think it matters. Mm-hmm. Okay. I say, well, I think it's going to bomb. I don't think it's going to bomb. Yeah. I don't think people care. I'm like, okay. I said, Mm -hmm. I think it's I don't know. I think it's a sign that maybe you've made other changes with the franchise (laughs) to modernize it. Not just that, but many changes to the franchise. And Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna bomb. And sure enough, it has one of the worst starts of any movie in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Calling it, calling it it brought in over the five-day Thanksgiving Day weekend it brought in ready domestically. Yeah. 14 million. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's five days, people. <laughs> I've seen I've seen little tiny independent movies that no one's ever heard of make that in an opening weekend. Yes, this is five days. I was
1: like, wow. I said, sometimes you know, Steven, I don't know. I think sometimes when you do a classic franchise, yeah, less is more. Less is more. Yeah, and maybe don't try to make it super hip and modern because I don't know if that's what people are looking for. <laughs> you know, like well, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't go watch Game of Thrones because it's like super hip and modern. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I go watch it because I want medieval kick-ass action. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes, that means things that are going to be offensive to modern viewers are going to happen. Characters are going to get killed in mm-hmm. terrible ways. Yeah. There's going to be prostitutes. Uh, there's going to be rape. There's yeah. going to be pillaging. Bad things are gonna happen because it was the Middle Ages when bad things, happened. things happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's <laughs> one of the, I mean, this movie had the um had <laughs> had the unfortunate um timing of going up against Wreck It Ralph and um and Creed Two. Yep. Which were the big winners Then,
1: then yes. Thanksgiving. Well those are good movies. Yeah, exactly. And
0: <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah, this one it was critically savaged. Yes. I, you know, if he, like I'm, I understand your position on it, but apparently, like you'd look at it, still a Jamie Fox, and the cap just like oh, the only good thing in this movie, <laughs> nah! ironically enough, you know. and it's looking like it's like, wow, it looks like they're trying to Batman Begins it yes. for some reason. Yeah, just it's, I no. don't
1: know. It's, it's like I'm sorry
0: they tried it. I mean, King Arthur didn't do it, so why are we trying to do Robin Hood?
1: Stop trying to make these things, su- these old myths, yeah. super hip, trendy, modern. Yeah. Things it if you're just gonna do it, just work. do it. Just do it as it is. Do it as it is and embrace it, Game of yeah. Thrones style. And, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. And I want to take, <laughs> I want to make a point yes. because you love Disney so much. Yes. And wh- who do you find in the in the Beating the Beast live action remake a random Asian person who is important to the story? Yes. In medieval white person French France. looking kingdom. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean they. That's that's Disney's want to do that as well. Yes, yes, it's a a little, it's a little weird. It's It's odd, weird, random black people in the background. It's like, are those people slaves? I hope not. It's it's, weird. If we're talking, (laughs) this is like you
1: know medieval royal (laughs) France. What is going on? Yes, it is odd. I would agree. Yes, (laughs) and Disney certainly does it too. Yeah, I mean, I guess they was fantastic because they had Josh Gad, and he was mm -hmm. awesome.
0: Yeah, you mean the quote unquote gay character, first gay character in Disney? Uh, possibly. Mm. He was still great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Steven's
1: uh, uh, <laughs> Stephen's like, why do I talk to him? It's like, I, I. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, uh, did Disney do it? Then yes, did we, did we accept that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we take and it. Beauty and the Beast was a
1: fantastic movie, and it, and it made a lot of money. So there you go. It did. <laughs> I like that movie though. It was good. I like the music from that movie, period, though. Well, yeah. It's just good music. Mm -hmm. And they did a great job with the sets and the costumes. It looked so cool. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm I'm, I'm being hypocritical, aren't I? I
0: I mean, you know, I'm just... I mean, I I love the animated film. It's probably maybe my favorite of the the princess movies or Mm -hmm. whatnot, but... Mm -hmm. I'm just like, if you're not going to do anything really different with it, then why remake it? It's still so good. Because of the moolah. Because of the money. <laughs> That's right. true. And you're a stockholder, so That's you need right. them to make that money. that money.
1: I need that money. Also, uh, more news. I like this. You know, I'm a big fan of the fest and the Furious franchise. Yes. I love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. How can I not as a, <laughs> as a gearhead? Come on, it's tailor-made to me. Yes. Uh, and I'm a big fan of The Rock. Mm-hmm. Man, really? He's part of the franchise now, and I'm a big fan of Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And so the Hobbs and Shaw movie that's coming out yep. got even better, Stephen. Really? Because they've announced that Baby Driver's Eliza Gonzalez is going to be in the movie too. Really? Hell yeah. Ah, okay. Good addition. Nice. I like me some Eliza, Stephen. Yeah. That's I'm a shooting. good addition. That's right. Good mm. addition. So it made me even more excited for this movie coming up. Yes. Even more excited. Um,
0: that's pretty awesome.
1: Heck yeah. <laughs> uh then they've got we've got some other news coming out of some people being added to various movies. One that caught my eye Mhm. That was kind of interesting. You know Jeff Lemire's Black Hammer series? Yes. It's been optioned by Legendary. Really? Yes. Mm. That doesn't necessarily mean you know. Yeah, things are optioned all the time. Things are, but... Right, right. But I thought that was kind of interesting. I yeah. Didn't see that coming because Black Hammer is not a I mean it, it it's not popular. It doesn't sell big numbers. No. You don't hear about it ever. It's but it's more
0: popular than some of the other indie stuff that he does. Yo, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean it, it definitely because yep. seeing, seeing of it what I have, it definitely looks like it could be like, Oh, that looks really cool yep. but I just haven't haven't read it. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's mm-hmm. there you go, good for him. Yeah. Oh, and uh also a movie that hasn't come out yet, mm-hmm. into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Right, Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse, which both of my sons want to go see. <gasps> They're both very excited for it.
0: Yeah,
1: and so I'll be going to see it. <laughs> They're going to both make me take them uh, see the movie. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. interestingly enough, uh, my 14-year-old son, being the sensible young man that he is, yes, his favorite Spider-Man. In the trailer was, of course, Peter Parker, because mm-hmm. I raise children with class
0: <laughs> and taste.
1: <laughs> Uh, my youngest son, though, I don't know what happened to him. I must have dropped him on the head. Mm-hmm. Something happened to him. My 11-year-old <laughs> says, you know which one is my favorite Spider-Man that I'm most looking forward to seeing? I'm like, which one? Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. The anime one. The little Asian girl with the really? Spider-Man robot looking thingy. <laughs> that's his favorite Spider-Man in um, the trailer.
0: <laughs> I did not see that
1: one coming, Steven. Yeah,
0: I didn't either. But he that's
1: really weird. likes anime. Yeah. uh, He likes anything anime. He likes anything from Japan, period. Mm -hmm. End of story. He likes all things Japanese video games, cartoons, everything. Mm -hmm. Loves them all. So, in that context, I should have probably seen it coming, but still, he goes, Yep, I like the anime Japanese Spider Man. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I was like, All right. Good enough. The
0: correct answer is Spider Ham.
1: Spider Ham is the one that I would have picked, But... but nobody picked Spider Ham Steven except for me. Because who doesn't like Peter Porter?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, even though the
1: movie hasn't come out, Steven, they've already announced they're going to get a sequel. Mm-hmm. I like when they announce sequels before movies come out. That shows confidence.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a big thing. It, yeah, it shows confidence. It
1: shows confidence,
0: yeah.
1: It shows confidence. And they're going to have a female-led spinoff as well. Mm-hmm. So they have
0: plenty they, of those in Spider-Man.
1: Yes, indeed. So, so there you go. I like yeah. I like Sony's. Confidence yeah, ahead of the opening. I mean, it's very already, strong.
0: The, the reviews have all been really good. Very
1: positive just, reviews. Yes, very positive um, reviews. So we shall see. Yeah,
0: the New York Film Critics Circle named it the best animated feature of the year.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so I'm sure thing. it will do well.
0: Yes, and it will be at the it will be at the Academy Awards this year.
1: There you go. In competition, not bad. Uh, (laughs) The Sony, speaking of Sony Pictures, Stephen, you know, they've got the Harbinger film, let me get that word out, from Valiant (laughs) Comics. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've uh, got Justin Tipping as the director. There you go.
0: name doesn't sound familiar.
1: Yeah, he has done uh, shorts, including Nanny and Swimming in Air.
0: Hmm.
1: He did a TBS comedy pilot, 20s he did one episode of the chi. Hmm. And uh that's about it. There you go. Interesting. So well, Okay, well, best of luck to you. Right. I I, <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I I don't, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a comic oh. that doesn't sell well, uh, about a franchise that nobody knows about yeah. with a director that nobody's heard of. So Sony's got its work cut out on that one. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, strange things they, have happened.
0: Yeah, they took a chance on Lord and Miller and
1: Yep. Then that's We'll see. And they made it. So there you go. Indeed. <laughs> uh, um, now let's see here. From the world of Netflix, Stephen. From the world of Netflix, all sorts of news. The world of your arch nemesis. Your love- corporate arch nemesis. I, I know, right? I do, I do, I do own stock in Netflix, too, though. Thank you ah, very much. Yes, yes indeed. yes, indeed. I like me some Netflix. Oh, you're going to be
0: getting some letters from Bob. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. Uh, Netflix announced, Stephen, a Cowboy Bebop live action series. Yes. What the what? What the what? Yes, isn't that amazing? That's awesome. I I'm just I'm shocked. Yeah. Christopher Yost, who's written comic books, yes, he's a good writer. I like oh, him. Yeah. I've always enjoyed his work. He will write the first episode, and he's also the executive producer. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't know what to say. I'm surprised by this, Stephen. I, this is an an old 1990s. Uh, anime that Mm -hmm. i I watched was gone too soon it was gone way too soon um and it was even on adult swim Mm -hmm. in the the early 2000s but i had seen it before that it's just i love it it's such a good anime i adore cowboy bebop Mm -hmm. it's just i'm a little surprised sure i'm a little surprised it's going to be a 10 episode live action series
0: yeah i mean that's
1: I mean, the, the, the anime wasn't very long. No, it wasn't. Itself, so. It was brilliant, but not long. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to watch the hell out of that. Oh, me too. And also, <laughs> Netflix grabbed the rights to stream Neon Genesis yes. Evangelion. That's another, that's
0: another big one.
1: Wow. They are just, uh, if mm. you like anime, they are just rolling one after the other out that's because right. they, they followed that up, Stephen, with news that Ultraman <laughs> anime series Yep, is going to be released in April 2019 mm-hmm. on Netflix as well. What <laughs> directed by Kamiyama from Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex mm-hmm. and Aramaki, you know that from Alpha Seed Apple Seed Alpha.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just what? Yeah. I mean, just I'm. Don't know what to say. <laughs> it's going to be based on the Ultraman sequel ma- manga that uh that debuted in 2011. It's yeah. been up to 10 volumes. I have read that. I love me some Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of Ultraman, of course, being a fan of Kaiju. yeah, <laughs> Duh. And Sentai. It's kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, I just... I, I, can't, I don't know what to say. I right. don't know what to say, Steven. It's... Yep. Wow, Netflix just... I, I dig that Netflix is coming out with... Some cool anime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just it's great. I, and they followed it up also with now this is an anime, but it's animation. Mm-hmm. They're also going to adopt uh, rolled dolls stories mm-hmm. um, for a new animated series. Wow, what, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, isn't that? I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, if, I mean, if you're, you're talking that
1: is, that some um, rolled doll did uh, Charlie. Um, the, Chocolate Factory, the BFG, Matilda, the Twits, James and the Giant Peach, James is, the Giant Peach.
0: Which I mean, that's that was one of the strangest movies I've ever watched when I was a kid. So yep. I'm I'm excited to see that back again.
1: Uh, so this should be
0: <laughs> fantastic. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean they've they've really expanded their because they had those animation because they had the the Godzilla animated yep. anime movies. Yes. Um. They have Castlevania. Yes. They're doing Devil May Cry as well. Yep. So they're they're really putting themselves out there. Like, I mean they, they love to spend money on things.
1: Oh, Netflix has so. <laughs> really impressed me. I'm I love animation. I'm a, fan, a huge fan of mm-hmm. animation, and Netflix has really become a, a big player in animation as oh, yeah. of late. This is fantastic to see because I it, it's going to push it's going to push uh, you know WB to do better. Yeah, with their animation, which they mm-hmm. need to. Yeah, it's, it's going to probably gonna, push Disney to make more. It's going to push Disney to make more, which I they're, they're fine with their animated movies. What sure. I'd like to see Disney do more, of which they have a long history of, is more animated shorts, more mm-hmm. animated TV series, right. and better quality. Yeah. And so and this is just great news. This oh, is yeah. just cool news. Um, now, another anime coming out, not with Netflix, but with Adult Swim. Blade Runner anime. That's right. Blade Runner anime. What do you think? Partnered up. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be with Crunchyroll and Adult Swim. Um,
0: I'm super stoked for that. I thought, because they released, before the newest Blade Runner, they released like three different shorts. One of them was animated, and that one was so good. Yep. It's a world that's pretty much designed
1: to be anime. (laughs) Heck yeah. I totally, I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, Now, let's talk a little bit about DC's. DC's uh, TV shows. Okay, shall we? First of all, you know you got the CW DC TV shows. Yes, and they're having a little problem. Uh, Black Lightning has been one of their TV shows. Mm -hmm. They're very they like Black Lightning. They're pushing that. Well, their showrunner faces domestic abuse charges and Mm -hmm. copyright lawsuit. Salim Akil has been sued on multiple counts by an alleged ex lover Mm -hmm. for domestic violence claims.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, no. And then is being sued by Amber Dixon. Uh, I'm sorry. Who is it? Uh, Hold on. <laughs> Who is it? Let me find it. Oh, there we go. He's also being sued over copyright infringement mm-hmm. as well. So, I don't know, Stephen. That's not good. No. Um, I I want
0: to fire him and get somebody
1: else. <laughs> yeah. I think he needs to go bye-bye for a while. Yeah. It's not like there
0: aren't. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? This is the chance. It's not like there's not a bunch of. Um, minority creatives right. who wouldn't jump at the chance. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Go for it. <laughs> now, DC streaming service, mm-hmm. the DC Universe, Yes, they've added two more actors to Stargirl's upcoming TV show. Oh, they, we sure. don't know what characters mm-hmm. they're going to play yet, mm-hmm. but they've added Christopher James Baker. I don't know him. Yeah. And Yvette Mon. Real, and there you go. Huh. Uh, Monreal is best known for her role in El Rey's *The Matador*, which I have seen. Yeah, because I love El Rey. El mm. Rey is very popular in my house, and she's currently in *Rambo: Five Last Blood*. I like her. Huh. Okay. I like her. She's got a great look, okay. meaning she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Christopher James Baker, he's, uh, he was, um, on, uh, HBO's True Detective. Oh, okay. And well, was... which season? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't, uh, they don't say here. And he was also in, uh, NBC Shade of Shades of Blue, and he was also okay. Raymond Earl, a.k.a. The Goat and Fox's Gotham. So there you hmm. go. Two more actors yeah. as, as, you know, DC's continuing to build out that streaming service. Mm-hmm. uh I I'm, also, just, I'm just waiting
0: for Doom Patrol. Yeah,
1: <laughs> me too. Um, Timothy Dalton, as
0: the, as the as Niles called her. Like, come on. Right. Come on. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, DC's also announced, Stephen, or Warner Brothers has announced, mm-hmm. that uh, we're looking at a Blue Beetle movie uh, in the works. It will be Jaime Reyes.
0: Please, I tell me how you feel.
1: I, me. I mean, it's okay. It, it, isn't it horrible that I've been advocating for more Hispanic superheroes, and yet mm-hmm. the ones we get suck? <laughs> be careful what you wish for, Stephen. That's <laughs> how I chalk it up to. Be careful what you wish for.
0: Yeah. Um, well, they're riding the wave of firsts. Yeah. Let's Get our first out there. Yeah.
1: He's. I. I just. He's. He's sold like crap. He's never been a popular character. Yeah. His. All of his titles have crashed and burned in spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. He is truly unpopular and truly makes zero money. Yeah. So it's an interesting choice. I will say this. This will be interesting to see if um, if there is literally zero connection between comics and movies. Mm-hmm. Because if this movie is successful, it will show that, hey, don't worry about how unpopular a char- comic book character sure. might be in the world of comics. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have anything to do with how they might be in a movie. movie, So I'm very curious to see how Blue Beetle does. Mm -hmm. That will be a good litmus test.
0: Yes, that's. I mean, it's not. It's not like with the character that there is nothing there that they could work with. It's just they really need to to make because that thing with the the magic Blue Beetle and there's a science Blue Beetle. What does that mean? I would, that's, that would be interesting to me, but yeah. it's just, it's just never been, never caught on, never really been that well written. No, so.
1: no. And what I love, I love in all these, <laughs> I love how, you know, comic book resources and News will always <laughs> refer to characters, like, they refer to uh, Jaime Reyes as fan favorite. Oh, God. Well, I guess if you have one fan, you're a fan favorite, right? Yeah, I guess. Favorite <laughs> of somebody. <laughs> uh, the other movie that they're saying is in the works, Stephen, this one I'm much more excited about, yes. Zatanna. Ah. Uh- Okay. Yeah, man, all right. Zatanna, bring <laughs> it on!
0: Let's put the fishnets in the right place. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's
1: all I'm asking for. That movie, I'm super excited about. I, I will be all over that movie, big time. Uh, also, Steven, Warner Brothers has announced
0: mm-hmm.
1: their streaming service, which yes. is going to be launched. At the exact time as Disney's streaming service in late 2019, Ooh. shocking of all shockers, huh? Ooh,
0: bold, bold.
1: We'll be move. featuring a tiered subscription service, uh,
0: just Surprises. like Disney's. Uh huh. <laughs> isn't that
1: interesting? So it'll be tiered. Now, this is what I don't get. It'll have three different tiers of programming, including an entry level package that will focus solely on films. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I. I Hmm. The first will be a basic package focused mainly on films. The second will be a more premium service that will include original programming developed solely for the streaming service Mm -hmm. as well as the blockbuster movies. While a third and final package will bundle the first two packages which also give subscribers access to an extensive library of Warner Media and licensed content. I guess that would include things like, uh, I'm not too sure,
0: They don't. They don't list. I don't know what extra benefits that's gonna mean. Yeah, I
1: I don't either. So, Hmm. uh, what I find interesting about this, Stephen, I I just I don't. Companies do things that don't make sense to me sometimes, (laughs) and I wonder if there is a room full of Reese's monkeys that are operating as the board of directors for some of these entertainment companies (laughs) i just i I, seriously you know it boggles my mind when when you see a marvel (laughs) combo character being published by anyone other than marvel yeah and and there's just you can never explain why that makes makes any sense sense to me and this with warner brothers why do you roll out the dc universe streaming app
0: yeah and and a
1: year later you're gonna roll out this warner Warner brothers Brothers streaming service app which obviously eclipses the DC. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the DC Universe app part of, part of this tiered level of programming? Yeah. It makes no sense, Stephen. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It is, it, it is, <clears throat> it is an idiotic, mm-hmm. uh, it's an idiotic splintering of your own content and of your own message yes. to your, to your consumers. It, mm-hmm. it, I don't, it it, lock, it lacks any logic to me, Stephen. Explain to me why they're doing this. I don't know why. Um, I
0: figure it'll be folded into the bigger one as time goes on. Yeah, it, that's the only they, thing it they can't, can't be. They can't sustain both of them. No. and Or at least not financially, because people, people are going to ask that question. Well, what about this? What about that? And it's like, oh, well, duh. Right. Maybe we should have <laughs> thought right. about that before. I just... It's um, weird. Yeah, and... I, maybe it had something to do with the um, with the merger. AT and T wanted something out there right now. Maybe, but I mean they're at, they're at the whims of somebody else now. Yep. So, yep. Who knows? Um, Did, do, do you have the other big Netflix news? The,
1: uh, which one? The, who got the act? Yes, I was going to get to that okay. with the Disney news. Disney news. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. Now let's let's leave uh, Warner Bros. Go over to Disney. Yes. All sorts of crap going on with Disney, Steven. <laughs> Well, you've got the big Disney news, first mm-hmm. of all. Artemis Fowl. Yes. Books I love. Teaser trailer dropped for Disney's long-awaited movie. Yes. Coming out August 9th of 2019. Mm-hmm. And, Stephen, that look good. Yeah. I, that looked good.
0: I love those books. I'm very excited. Oh,
1: I am all <laughs> over this. Artemis Fowl fills a... The, the, Artemis Fowl fills a... Real gap Mm -hmm. in Disney's lineup, in their quest to dominate every segment, every demographic that there is in existence. Mm -hmm. Disney's weakness, and they tried to shore up with Star Wars, but then they turned it into a princess franchise aimed at girls. That was weird. And (laughs) they bought Marvel, tried to shore up with Marvel, but Marvel has kind of gotten diluted, and it's now... Yeah, it's now another. It's chase now another every... all eight, all ages, all everything brand. Correct. Yeah. They needed Disney's long needed something to. They have so many franchises that target teenage preteen girls mm-hmm. directly. Yes. By far, that's not even up open me. Yeah. They have that. They're clearly not targeting boys, mm-hmm. men, older women. Yeah. No, no. Clearly, they have so many franchises that just yes. laser beam to preteen and teen oh, yeah. girls. Mm-hmm. They don't have that equivalent for preteen and teen boys. No. And they need that in their quest for world domination.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: You need to get, they want to get every demographic. <laughs> that's right. And they screwed the pooch on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that, that's gone. That will never, yeah. I mean, I don't know any, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, I can just speak from my sons and their friends sure. and everything. None of them like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And why would they? Because the new Star Wars is yeah. kind of like a Disney princess story. Yeah. Uh, in space. And so, it's
0: it's so many problems. <laughs> right. So many.
1: And uh, it's not tailored to preteen or teenage boy. No. At all. No, I mean, no, no, at no. all. And so, Artemis Fowl, though, this can fill their niche of a mm-hmm. of a franchise with a good pedigree. Yes. Very good pedigree. Mm-hmm. Targeting preteen and teen boys. Yes. This is a good move by Disney. Mm-hmm. And I think, Stephen, I think this is going to be a hit.
0: I think so, too. Uh, I, I hope it is. Yeah. And they're um, good books. Yes, they're good books. So very good, good book. books. Um, <laughs> I especially hope they make it around to the third one. I love that one. Like the one with that, that right. weird hypercube or whatever yep. they had. That was such a good one. But Heck yeah. um, yeah, and and it's also gonna be a good litmus test because if if one of your children says, "Oh, I identify with Artemis Fowl,"
1: then you need to um, <laughs> you Uh-oh. need to get them. <laughs> they need. <laughs> they might need some. F- therapy, yeah. uh, <laughs> ASAP, um, also announced, Stephen, now we we're just talking about live-action Disney movies yes. based on animated properties, right? Well, the trailer mm-hmm. for the, it's not really a live-action Lion King movie, sure, but, it's, mm. it's CGI, but it's they're, they're claiming it's live-action because they're <laughs> filming it and directing it like a live-action movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. That trailer was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That movie, Stephen, is going to take the box office yep. and make it its bitch. Yes, it is. It is going to destroy, it is going to annihilate yeah. all of the records. I'm calling it now. Mm-hmm. That movie, first of all, the original Lion King was phenomenal. Yes. And is, exactly. is arguably one of the most popular Disney movies ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this one looks, this new one looks amazing too. Mm-hmm. Just, just flat out amazing. I, I expect this to just destroy all the records when it comes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm excited. It looks great. Yes, it it does. You know. Yeah. uh, And so when we've got the Dumbo movie coming out next year.
0: Early next year. March
1: 2019. Mm -hmm. Well, they've now announced that live action Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. That's right. May have Tom Hanks' Geppetto. Wow. Well, now I have to see it. I know. (laughs) And Tom Hanks has a long history, obviously, with the Disney Corporation. He's Mm -hmm. Woody
0: Mm in Toy
1: Stories 1, 2, 3, and 4. That's right. And he's also Walt Disney Disney himself in Saving Mr. Banks. Mm -hmm. Saving Mr. Banks, by the way, is a fantastic movie. People need to go see it. It's fantastic because, A, it's got Tom Hanks, who's awesome. It's got Emma Thompson, who's awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's about freaking Walt Disney, who is, like, I don't know, probably one of the greatest uh, American entrepreneurs slash creators slash minds in American history. He's phenomenal. One of a kind. Mm-hmm. And it's about freaking Mary Poppins, which is I wanna say the single greatest Disney movie of all time. Mm. I'm bold like that.
0: You're bold like that. Uh-huh. It's yeah.
1: it's an awesome movie. It's been so a long,
0: good. long time since so I've seen that. Was Roy in that movie?
1: Roy was not in that movie. He had the Sherman Brothers were in the movie though, ah, okay. who were phenomenal as well.
0: Yeah, I said I did Google Sherman
1: Brothers and see the list of songs they made. Yeah. You'll be stunned <laughs> at the list of songs that that they're credited with.
0: Yeah, I couldn't remember if they had Roy, and I know they didn't touch the uh, the anti Semitic angle. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> we don't no. talk about that. No, they
1: only, they only had the, the Sherman Brothers. Oh no, they had during oh, a blank of the other longtime yeah. Disney guy. They didn't have the nine old men. Mm-hmm. Who created all the animated movies? Because yes. this really wasn't about animation. This was his foray into this mm-hmm. was, live action. This is his live action side of things, yeah. and it, but it was it was go see it. It's a great movie. Yes. Any and Tom Hanks is Geppetto. Yeah, sign me up. I'm there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm on yeah, it.
0: I'm on that too. Um,
1: <laughs> Disney's also released a whole bunch of news about um, their the streaming service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you've got. Oh boy! So <laughs> they dropped the news that Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. who I love, yes. he was in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He is, um, he's awesome. He's blowing up right he, now. He he is so good. He's a Chilean actor
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, who is just crazy talented. He's got a great look. I love his look. Yeah, he's got Real, that
0: very uh, like very easy on the eyes look. Yeah,
1: it it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look pretty.
0: No, yeah, he still looks it's, He it's, he <laughs> looks
1: weathered. Yes. Handsome but weathered.
0: Yeah. Rugged. It's kind of like hmm, I don't know, he looks like a like an like Brad Pitt before he got too old, yes. but you know when
1: he was getting there. But I mean, he's like, got yeah,
0: he still looks good. But he's yeah. got
1: that he's got that kind of look if yes. that you could see in a western. Yes. Doesn't he? Exactly. He's got that look. He has the face of someone who belongs in a western. Mm-hmm. Very much, which is perfect cuz the Mandalorian is going to be a western in space. Yes. He is just, so he's going to be, he's going to be, uh, uh, I guess he will be he's the Mandalorian. Mandalorian yep. I, I love the choice, Steven. Yeah, I think it's great. I, I, I think it's, I, I don't know, I love the choice. Mm-hmm. I think it's great, good casting. Yep. Um, and I think he will be, uh, oh, yeah. I think he'll have mass appeal as well. Oh, yeah. He's, he's that kind of actor that has mass appeal.
0: Yeah, they need to make sure that they... Show him though, I think. Yes. Without the helmet, yeah, they they, they gotta have the helmet <laughs> off. He's he, you can't yeah. you can't
1: keep you can't keep that actor under a helmet all the time. No,
0: definitely not. It's you can't you can't pull like um no. what was it Hugo Weaving was V. Yep. Like you can hide that. Him. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: But you can't you can't hide someone like no Peter no.
1: And then after announcing that, um that casting news, mm-hmm. they then announced that Nick Nolte yep. is also going to be in Star Wars: The Mandalorian. <laughs> Steven, uh, look. That's... You got Pedro Pascal, you got Nick Nolte, you got John Favreau directing it mm-hmm. and producing it. Steven, uh, I mean, well, sorry, John Favreau is writing it and producing yes. it. He's got other directors. I uh, apologize. Right, yeah. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, Steven, I, I, was, I wanted to hate on this, but I can't. I can't. Not with all this news.
0: Well, Rock, I'm so glad that you like my TV show.
1: <laughs> I love Nick Nolte. He's, he's amazing. Uh, Steven, you were saying how you didn't want to get the Disney Plus streaming service. So you didn't want to watch these uh, Star Wars TV shows. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte with oh. Jon Favreau. What are you thinking now? You want to watch The Mandalorian now?
0: Man...
1: Yeah, you want to watch it. And, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> and you know, I really, because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did hear that these are like, kind, is it a single story? Is it standalone episodes? Yeah. Or maybe they're connected in some way, but I they think. feel like standalone. Yeah, I think that's how it's going to be. Like, I I could dig that. I could really oh, go heck behind yeah. that. Oh, man. <laughs> I need to see what their tears are first. <laughs> Let's see how that
1: goes. Uh um, and not they have, fair. and they have also <laughs> announced another person joining the Mandalorian. As if it couldn't get any better. Now, this one may not excite a lot of people. Will excite me because yeah. I weird like that. Because <laughs> um, I love this lady, mm-hmm. Gina Carano. Oh yeah, man! Beth. <laughs> Steven's like, dang, could this get any better? Could this cast get any better, Steven? Mm. People don't know Gina Carano is an, a former MMA fighter turned actor, mm-hmm. and she's awesome. She, she, she awesome. she's in uh, uh, Deadpool. Yes. She is the the uh, black hair, the woman with the long black hair who's yeah. super strong. <laughs>
0: yeah, who fights Colossus? Who fights
1: Colossus? <laughs> she's I love yes. Gina Carano. She's first of all she's hot mhm she is and, and yet, yet very imposing (laughs) yeah i remember the first
0: time i ever saw her was in it was called haywire was steven soderbergh Uh and the very first scene of the movie is her like and this is back when i hated channing tatum like when she was beating his ass i was like you know what i think i love this girl
1: yeah 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 (laughs) she can she can pull off uh, physical action very well
0: oh yeah very well for the longest time i was like she should be wonder woman
1: yeah well the cool thing about what i like about gina carano is um she is physically imposing and can do the physical
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, physical action required in, a, in an action movie because yes. obviously she's former MMA. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she still looks like a woman. So it's yes. not like you're getting this jacked up, I look like a dude. Ex fighter like yes. Shayna Baszler, who's mm-hmm. with NXT. Who, by the way, don't get me wrong, I love Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. with NXT. She's <laughs> awesome. No, no, she is awesome. Shayna Baszler is kick ass. I like her more than Ronda Rousey on the WWE. Oh, wow. I really do. I think Shayna Baszler's a badass character mm-hmm. in NXT. Yeah. And I think she's got a great future as a wrestler, but uh, she looks like a dude. <laughs> 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 I mean, she has not yet. Whereas yeah. Gina Cron- she's hot. Yeah, she but is. at the same time. She's badass physical she's badass. fighter too. and
0: she's and she's and she's pretty good like actually yeah. like, acting so. Yeah, go. she's
1: good. So I like against Steven the Mandalorian. Yeah. You you're just like Yeah.
0: I wonder how they're going to how they're going to how they're going what they're going to do like with her. I mean, I'm sure she's going to be like fighting somebody, but you know, I hope she's not fighting the Mandalorian cuz then it's going to be like Indiana Jones and
1: the dude with the sword. Yeah, like, I hope she's a uh, supporting cast too to the yeah. Mandalorian. That's what I'm hoping. I think that'd be pretty cool. Maybe a love interest. Mm, okay. You don't know. Okay. You don't know. Uh, my boy Pedro Pascal can woo anyone. And he really can. <laughs> <laughs> He's you wooed me already. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, on Game of Thrones, I was like, dang. I told my wife, I was like, dang, I, I'd probably date him. I was like, <laughs> 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 um, so they. Um, and they, she couldn't
0: answer because she was thinking the same thing. <laughs> right, exactly. She's like, eh, he got me. Um,
1: <laughs> so.
0: They also I can see you, your wife, and Coco the Pug just watching, like, oh
1: he's so dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> um so they've also continuing mm-hmm. some more Disney news about Star Wars, they've announced yes. they're gonna have they've debuted a new Star Wars kids website mm-hmm. and YouTube channel, which will produce a whole bunch of animated shorts
0: mm-hmm.
1: based on the original three Star Wars movies. Yeah. Starring Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- in, in, in the press release, they Disney says, with Galaxies, Galaxy of Adventures, those are the shorts, mm-hmm. we wanted to craft something that would allow parents to help their kids take their first step into a much larger world. Whether they were ready to show their kids the films or not, or wanted to find new ways to explore the content. Um and clearly, the goal is to introduce the older Star Wars stories to a new generation of fans wh- whose exposure with Star Wars starts with Episode uh, Seven, Star Wars Rebels, or even the most more recent films and animated shows. Mm-hmm. So, okay, this is the funny thing. <laughs> so, a uh, it's kind of creepy. It's like, is Star Wars a cult? We have to indoctrinate your children. Yeah, it's, that's um, creepy. Like kids, kids should be able it's, it's to.
0: Somebody, did somebody look over that before they released it? I know. I'm kind of
1: like. <laughs> I like I, each generation should be allowed to find what Star, yeah. what find they way. want. Mm-hmm. And okay, so so look, Generation X's love was Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's okay if uh, Generation Y or Generation Z doesn't love Star Wars like Generation X. That's okay. Not every generation must have the same love. It's sure. let every generation pick their own. I'm not saying don't expose them to anything. I'm just saying let. Don't artificially try to force it. Just, I find, Mm -hmm. let each generation do their own thing. Yeah. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and I feel like these Generation X parents are like, you're gonna love Star Wars because I loved it. You know, and I'm just like, (laughs) chill out. Like, let each generation find what they love and whatever the big thing for that generation is, it is. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. That's fine. Uh, That's my first thought. Yeah. My second thought (laughs) is, is this a bit? Maybe I'm reading too much into it now, Stephen. Okay. Is this is this Disney kind of going? Mm, maybe the shit we've created for <laughs> Star Wars is so crappy that it's not going to get any kids to get into the <laughs> Star Wars franchise. That we need to use uh, George uh, Lucas's original three movies to get people in. Um. Well, I mean, I ha I have two thoughts.
0: The first is that like. You know, of course, the future of your business is always going to be the young people's. Yes. Because you, you need to get them um, um, indoctrinated yes. <laughs> into the, the fan base. Yep. And Disney's pretty good at that. Yep. So I get why they're doing it. It makes sense. And people are all over the YouTube. So, of course.
1: Of course. It's the best place to it's play. It's the only thing my children watch. My two boys is YouTube. That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, well. And Netflix <laughs> after that, maybe. Yeah. But that's about it. <laughs> but, um and the second one is that. I don't know. I mean, is it is it going to be stuff from the movies, just animated? Yeah. Or is it, really. Yep. Okay, that's a little, a little weird. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm, yeah. So you could just re-release. You could make new adventures with those I, characters. That would be exciting. I, that's or, what I thought they were going to be, but nope. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hey, it's your money, Disney. You do whatever you I, do whatever yeah, you feel is necessary. Weird, right? It is. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, especially if they're young enough, like kids still can watch the original Star Wars and still love it. Yeah, it's one of those kind of movies. Yeah, I think it's a little weird. Yeah, but there you go. I can't believe that the same people who took Marvel and did such wonders with it can't figure out Star Wars. It makes no sense.
1: I agree. It 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 really doesn't. Continues to be a head scratcher. Uh, Also. With Disney's streaming service, they have clarified that the Roosters will not be involved with Disney's streaming Falcon and Winter Soldier series. So, hmm. that's too bad. Not really that surprised, though.
0: No, I think they I think they saw that and said, um, excuse me, the $2 billion mm-hmm. the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, We're a little better than that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What they did also reveal for the Scarlet Witch TV show that they... Uh, Already dropped. Mm -hmm. It's going to co star The Vision. So Paul Bettany will be starring it as well. What do you think about that?
0: But isn't he? Aren't they both dead?
1: Right, right, They're right. Dead. Of course, <laughs> of course. Does that get you more excited for the Scarlet Witch show, knowing that's going to star her and the Vision?
0: Um. Well, after after seeing Infinity War, I did kind of have a morbid desire for a rom com with Scarlet Witch and the Vision. So there you go. I think, well, there you, This it, may be our. It chance. might still happen.
1: <laughs> um. And then, of course, the big news from uh the from the whole uh, World of Disney streaming mm-hmm. shows. Is that Netflix has canceled Daredevil, yes, along with, um, you know, that was the the final acts to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, so have, now
0: they have they have two other they have seasons of Jessica Jones The Punisher season, to
1: air second
0: season, but they're going to go to they're
1: going to go as well. They're gone, <laughs> and so here you go. They're all getting dropped, and yep. I I don't. Know why anybody would be surprised by this. Disney is about to bust open the Disney Plus streaming mm-hmm. service next year, and mm-hmm. I, I have no clue why anyone would think Disney would want their stuff. They've already pulled all their movies off of Netflix, mm-hmm. okay? So I don't know why Disney would want any of their yeah. properties being on a competitor streaming service when they are rolling out their own streaming service. It makes yeah. no sense, and mm-hmm. I'm not too sure why Netflix would want to promote one of their mm-hmm. competitors on their own streaming service yeah, like so it just doesn't make any sense for is, anyone. Yeah. And 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 evidently the internal numbers for the shows were dropping according to Netflix whether that's true or not I don't know they don't release the numbers you just have to take them for their word that what yeah. they're saying is true. So regardless of the numbers Netflix is not going to promote a competitor in the streaming service area. No. Disney's not going to want their shows on a streaming service competing with their own. No. Not
0: and especially not a competitor with that is not that has aimed both barrels of the shotgun yes. right at them, yes, they're with not their worried. animated series, yeah, they're not worried at Amazon prime they're not worried nope. about I mean they own Hulu, and they're gonna use oh, hulu. they're gonna use hulu um that's a little uh um that's a little like owning the boardwalk and park Place at the uh, same time, that's right, but you got it. You know, it's it's going to be one of those things. I think it's going to be very interesting.
1: I don't know why happens. anyone... You see all these fans out there that are going, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Really? Yeah. How can anybody be surprised? Yeah. You may not like it, but mm-hmm. you can't be surprised. And you can't uh, say, well, why is this happening? Well, you know exactly yeah, why we, it's happening.
0: It's like you have to literally be living under a rock yeah. if you
1: don't understand why. Right. And, and you know what? I end these people. <laughs> I know, right? And honestly, it makes sense. Yeah. Really and does. then... So the, the immediate reaction was people were saying that, well, it's just, they're just going to roll these shows out on Disney Plus. <laughs> but then I don't know if you saw this article, Rolling Stone TV critic Alan Seppenwall mm-hmm. started out, I, I have no idea, maybe he has some insider information mm-hmm. that is very good, but he says that um, evidently, uh, Disney Plus. That there's a disconnect between Marvel TV and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh yeah. And that they hate each other, evidently. Mm -hmm. And that the MCU, Marvel Studios, we'll just call them Marvel Studios, okay, does not want any of the Marvel TV shows on the Disney streaming service. Yeah. And that evidently all the TV shows being made for the Disney Plus streaming service are done by Marvel Studios. Yep. So, I, uh, it's, it. The, let's assume that what he this reporter is saying is true. Sure. Okay. Uh, I mean he, the
0: the the schism with Feige and um and um. Well, it's it's mainly about it's mainly about Ike. Correct. Him and Feige does not like Ike. No. Um, and he didn't get along well with nobody. Jeff does Loeb. like Ike. Nobody likes it. <laughs> so, I mean, that was part of like when Marvel Studios became a separate entity for Marvel Entertainment, that was literally, that was the moment when, okay, Age Disney Shield stopped, doesn't stopped. matter anymore. That's when
1: Disney stopped caring about the hot comic books.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. If they cared at all. Right, um, I know, yes.
0: But that was the, they had their independence, this is our thing, yeah. you want to do your little whatever, you go right ahead. Right. We don't care, we're right. going forward. right. And now it's just even more cemented. Now, theoretically, they could kind of, I guess, um, soft relaunch these shows with the same actors, but they're not going to be the same shows. Now, so here's my question. And you're Stephen. not going to
1: get a Punisher one. <laughs> Ag- agreed. Here's my question. Uh, if If Marvel Studios is doing... The Vision and Scarlet Witch show, the Mm -hmm. Loki show, the Falcon Winter Soldier show—all the Marvel shows on the Disney Plus streaming service are being done by Marvel Studios. Now, Marvel Mm -hmm. Studios, then that means Marvel Studios is now doing TV shows. Yeah. Okay. Well, with the Disney Plus series, Mm -hmm. Marvel, Disney's—if they do another Marvel TV show, it's going to be for their streaming service. Yeah. They're not going to do one for anybody else. NBC. ABC, ABC. maybe Fox. Not that they own Fox, maybe, maybe. But I doubt it. So, Mm -hmm. if Marvel Studios is now doing TV shows, and they control what it's on the Mm -hmm. Disney Plus streaming service, does that mean Marvel TV just goes away? They cease to exist now.
0: Um, I don't know. They might. They might not. I or do they just or they just become in
1: charge of? Cartoons that are on... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV. <laughs> I mean... I, I, I think Marvel guess. TV just goes away. I uh, think we're beginning to see the end of Marvel TV.
0: I mean, I would think so. I mean, Marvel Studios is legit a separate company now. Yeah. So maybe maybe Disney or um, Marvel Entertainment keeps the TV division. I don't know why they would. But because it's separate, I don't know if maybe there's, like a, there's a TV division of Marvel Studios... When right. there's a TV vision of Marvel Entertainment. I don't think Disney really cares, personally. I think they're leaving it up to them. As long as the streaming service makes money. Mm-hmm. As long as these shows make them money. Yeah. That's all that matters.
1: It's interesting. We'll see. I think they're going to go away. I think Marvel is dead.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I don't think... And like I said, if, unless these shows are brought back like in a more family-friendly context,
1: because... They're not going to be on Disney+. Plus.
0: No. like, And I know people want to argue this with me, that... Well, there's going to be controls so that you know the kids.
1: L- Let me tell you something: the rated R stuff that Fox that, that Fox made yeah. is that not... Disney bought is going to be on Hulu. Yes, because you get... and I'm just
0: I'm just, just, just going to throw this out there. Um, imagine that you know uh, you're a parent with screaming toddlers and you want them to stop screaming. Yep. And you're frustrated. Yep. It's, throw on whatever you want. Yep. You come back. You know, it works a couple times. Then you come back a week later, and your child has stumbled across Alien. Yeah. And it, that's, not, that's not good.
1: No. No. <laughs> and Disney is not going to do that. No, 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 no. All the rated R stuff from Fox yeah. will be on Hulu. Yeah. That's, that's my belief.
0: It, because put it all on Hulu, it's so much easier to program. Yep,
1: absolutely. It's easier to
0: sell. Yep. It's distinct. Yep. It's, and you know what? It's double the money. Thank you. Okay, you know, you want to watch your kids? Want to watch the Disney stuff? You want to watch Marvel? You come here. Yes. You want to watch um, adult stuff? Adult stuff. Maybe they put a Punisher show on on Hulu. That's then where you're gonna you get, have. And you get your Hulu. Well, there you're gonna you can. have the
1: more the adult FX TV shows.
0: Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they think, the,
1: think of all the FX adult TV shows: The Shield, yep. um, um, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. The there's, um, a ton,
0: American Horror Story.
1: Yeah. There's a ton of them. Okay. Yes. All the adult stuff. It's going to be, gonna on be on or Hulu. the indie stuff with uh, was it Searchlight?
0: Yeah, Fox Searchlight. Fox Searchlight. Yeah. That's going to be on Hulu. And even as like well. those FFX FXX shows, the FFXX that FXX shoes, Yeah, they keep on even though nobody watches them. They're going to be on Hulu. They're
1: going to be on Hulu. All the yeah. adult stuff's going to be on Hulu. Mm-hmm. The fact is, people don't seem to understand this. Who maybe only know Disney after they bought Marvel. Yeah. But here's the deal: Disney does not put anything with their name on it that cannot be consumed yeah, by, by anyone. Yes. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. That's you can like it or you can love it. Yeah, are <laughs> sure. two options. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's why when like when these movie like when the next Kingsman movie comes out, it'll probably be controlled by Disney. At that point, it's not going to be Disney's Kingsman.
1: It's no. going to be 20th Century Fox. Fox. You will not see Disney's name on it. No. you won't see it. Yeah, you period. Don't, you don't
0: see Disney's name on Pulp Fiction.
1: No, you won't see it. <laughs> I'm just, that's just not how they operate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. The, those, yeah. If you, those Netflix shows, you will not see that style Marvel show on the Disney yeah, Plus streaming service. End of story. Mm-hmm. What happened? Sorry. Um, <laughs> nope. No. Uh, the last bit of Disney news, Stephen, I found sure. this interesting it puts everything in context.
0: Okay.
1: Disney will spend more money
0: mm-hmm.
1: on their theme parks mm-hmm. than Marvel, Pixar, and Lucasfilm combined. Yep. Combined, mm-hmm. Stephen. What? Yeah. What?
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: are going to spend $24 billion on new attractions, hotels, resorts, and ships over the next five years. Mm-hmm. That is more than the combined <laughs> $15.4 billion it took them to purchase Marvel, Pixar, and Lucasfilm. Mm hmm.
0: But less than Fox. Significantly less than Fox. Yes. <laughs> but that's just five
1: years. Oh, yeah. That's right. That is shocking, Stephen. They
0: are preparing for an influx of people for a Lion King land,
1: a Mulan land. Star, Wars, Star Wars Galaxy's land. Edge opening yeah. up in Disneyland and mm-hmm. in Disney World next year, Stephen. Yeah, that's right. The one at Disneyland will do well. The one in Disney World, though, because it, it's yeah. much bigger and has a lot more people going to it. Yeah. I'm telling it's going to And less polio. It, yes, much <laughs> less polio because they're okay with vaccinations down there. It's going to be insane, my friend. Mm-hmm. It's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. A little context, you know Disney World is larger than is um is uh about mm, two times the size of Manhattan. That's
0: not, that's not surprising.
1: Actually the same size as San Francisco. Yeah. It's big. It's going to make a lot of money once mm-hmm. that Star Wars land opens, Stephen. Yeah. R- ridiculous. <laughs> Just insane. <laughs> um, the only bit of comic book news we have, Stephen, <laughs> not much. <laughs> not no, much, This is honestly. a comic book show, isn't <laughs> it? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's not a lot. Uh, Daredevil number one is going to be relaunched in February. Okay. It's going to be written by Chip Zdarsky. Artist okay. is Marco Cicetto. It's a good creative I'm, team. I'm
0: glad about that, yes. It's a good
1: creative team. Yes. So uh, we'll be we'll be reviewing that
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sure. Uh, Marvel also announced, Stephen, a new Hulk Vereen's comic book. <laughs> yes, a three-issue <laughs> miniseries dealing, detailing what happens when Logan and Bruce Banner's other half unite in order to take down the government experiment gone rogue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: bum bum, bum. bum. It's going to be written by Greg Pak, who does Weapon H. Yes. Which is a fun title. Yes, it is. So, so I'm kind of stoked, now. I, I will probably check that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Let's see here. Uh huh. Oh yeah. So yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet. You know with this in- ridiculous Infinity Wars mini uh, big event that's going on.
0: Ridiculous. Yes.
1: Uh, they Marvel has teased Wolverine wielding the infinitely Infinity Gauntlet. Evidently, a new comic is coming out, Stephen, called Wolverine Infinity Watch, and the first issue's cover has Logan wearing the glove, with his claws popping through it. What do you think, Stephen?
0: Jesus Christ. Just end it already. Stop doing that.
1: (laughs) I chalk this up as, uh, careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because all I had been clamoring for since they quote-unquote killed Logan Mm -hmm. was to bring him back, because he's an awesome character.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, now,
1: Be careful what you wish for, because now that Logan is back, we're going to get Wolverine, Wolverine with the X-Men, Wolverine with his x sidekicks, Wolverine in space, Wolverine cosmic god, Wolverine street level, Wolverine superstar chef, Wolverine Ah. nanny of the ages. (laughs) I mean, he's going to be shoved into every single corner of the Marvel universe, because if a little bit is good, then a lot of it's better.
0: And we should mention
1: uh, like, again, yeah,
0: this is exactly what they did right before they killed him. Yeah, you And just, now we're right back to do you this strip again.
1: mine a character. That's yeah. what Marvel does. You strip mine the mm-hmm. hell out of a character. Yeah. Look, Spider Man is definitely everywhere. Batman mm-hmm. is has a million titles. Oh though. yeah, mm-hmm. Spider Man and Batman have a mi- million titles, but they stay for the most part in their corner of the universe. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure.
1: Batman has a lot of titles, but he's pretty much going to be limited to uh, street-level Gotham mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. And then some maybe larger setting scales with the Justice League.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: But you're not going to see Batman, Cosmic Batman.
0: Yeah, Batman with um, you know, whatever their equivalent is. Right.
1: You know, Batman leading the Omega Men.
0: Uh, you
1: know, Batman... Yeah, Green Lantern Corps. Batman of Metagard. Yeah, you just—it's just, just this is how Marvel ruins characters mm-hmm. completely. They just burn you out on them. Yeah, Logan is an awesome character. Let him be who he is and keep him in his own little corner. Make him feel. And these characters don't feel special. Yeah, when they're everything mm-hmm. and everywhere. Yeah, they don't feel special anymore.
0: Yeah, and like, Ugh. like I like I get it. You know, they had like the stuff with him and the Phoenix. That was cool. In that one issue of Thor, yes, we don't need to see it
1: anymore. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: And I, yep. And I'm and I'm talking about Logan getting overused. Like, put away the damn Infinity Gauntlet.
1: I, oh my God, I know that's that's really not cool anymore. Yeah, it's like it's it's just too overused.
0: It's like, hey, you know, you know, what was cool yeah. about the Infinity Gauntlet when when Jim Starlin put it out there? It was that it was the end all, be all. And yep. if you you came across it, then you know whatever cool is going to happen. We're going to put it away for yep. a little, for a while. Yeah, but it's like every everything is about the. It's like look, I get it. The movie made money, but
1: stop yep. already. I I yes yes it, <sighs> Jesus it's yeah it's not good. No, it's not good. Kill me. <laughs> I, I I agree I agree. <laughs> um, and. For DC, they, they didn't have much in in terms of news as well. Sure, uh, they did announce that uh, Bendis and Sook, Bendis and Ryan Sook, are working on a quote unquote massive, giant DC comic secret project. End quote. Oh boy, Ugh. I'm
0: a little worried about that. Yay, <laughs>
1: uh, Bendis. Uh, that's so let's n- see how let's see how Young Justice turns out first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which uh, the Young Justice Outsiders trailer looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, that looked pretty good for the streaming service. For the streaming service, yeah.
1: Speaking of Young Justice, that looked pretty good. Yeah. That might be decent.
0: And I like the I like the costumes for like having like the Young Justice characters. That was, that was nice. Agreed. I'm not sure why they have amethyst, but it's a, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, it's yeah. supposed to be weird, so yeah. fine. <laughs>
1: yeah, agreed. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right, Steven. that's all we have for the news. Yeah, it's a lot of news. I figured uh, before we wrap this podcast up, we touch real fast on the uh, comic sales uh-huh. from uh, October. It is not anything earth shattering really sure. to go through. Uh, the quick takeaways quick takeaways are uh, Marvel still produces way more comics than everybody else. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> as far as unit sales goes, october wasn 't fantastic. It mm-hmm. was plus three percent over the same month of last year,
0: mm-hmm. but it was minus
1: seven percent the same month five years earlier, minus four percent same month ten years earlier, minus two percent same month fifteen years earlier. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. And then dollar sale, of course, is always going to be up. I don't even bother going with it because comics cost like $80 billion more now <laughs> than they did even five years ago. <laughs> and so in general, things are, are a little bit down. As far as trade paperbacks are concerned, Stephen, mm-hmm. um, It's uh, trade paperback market, of course, it's plus 8% compared to the same month last year. Hmm. Minus 2% to the same month five years ago, but plus 17% the same month 10 years ago. Hmm. So, you know... Okay. You got that. Uh, the overall unit share broke out like this yeah. for floppies. Marvel, 37.89%. DC, 32.99%. Image, 12.64%. So, in your top hmm. three. Yeah. In terms of dollar share, of course, Marvel, 34.22%. Yeah. DC, 30.48%. Image, 12.62%. I have to say, even though DC does not publish as many titles, mm-hmm. and how many fewer... A lot fewer. Marvel published, put 97 titles in the top 300. DC, 79.
0: Hmm.
1: Image, 51. So DC doesn't publish as many. But I got to say, the gap between DC and Marvel, I don't really care about, again, dollar share. You, you can gimmick that up by special covers and, sure. and, and inflated cover prices. And, and Marvel eight, loves to do that. $8 uncanny X-Men number one issues and crap like that. So let's just yeah. look at unit share it's it's pretty dc is closing the gap they're only 5% behind marvel mm-hmm. in unit share and that's pretty impressive given that mm-hmm. they publish you know like almost 18 fewer titles mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good. DC is really rebounded, and DC's got to feel pretty good about where they are. This mm-hmm. is not bad, actually. Oh, yeah. um, I'm not really expecting DC to take the number one spot, but to no. at least mm-hmm. remain within spitting distance of Marvel, mm-hmm. I'd chalk that up as a win for DC. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I mean, that's pretty positive. Yes. If you break down the numbers a little more, yeah, the top 10, Marvel had five in the mm-hmm. top 10. DC had four. Image had one. Yeah. So pretty balanced between Marvel and DC. You look at the top 25, DC takes the lead. They have 13, Marvel mm-hmm. 10, Image 2. Okay. And of the 10 Marvel titles, none of them are Star Wars. <laughs> if you look at the top 40, things, <laughs> yeah. are, things are very even. The top 40, Marvel has 19, two of them are Star Wars. Mm-hmm. DC has 19, Image has two. If you look at the top 50, Marvel has a slight edge, 25, but two of them are Star Wars. DC, yeah. 23, Image 2. So, DC's managed to remain neck and neck. Let's... Take hey, out the two Star Wars titles, it's sure. twenty-three versus twenty-three in the top twenty-five. That's I right. mean top fifty, sorry, I apologize. Top fifty, each has twenty-three. Mm-hmm. DC, they've really done a good job coming back. And mm-hmm. Marvel has done a good job shooting themselves in the <laughs> foot too and <laughs> yeah. falling down. Repeatedly. Yeah. Um, if you look at the in the top uh, the top ten uh for, for Marvel, five of them are Spider-Man related. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and for DC Uh, uh, their their top five comics are all
0: Batman Batman, Batman, or
1: or Star Batman, Justice League. Right. Um. So, (laughs) uh, in in fact, uh, out of the top ten titles for DC, seven are Batman or Star Batman. So again, both companies still relying on on, you know Marvel and Spider Man, Mm -hmm. Peter Parker, and uh, and DC on Batman. (laughs) Um. It is worth seeing in the top ten, and this is where you can see where. Overall, historically, the number's a little soft in October. Mm -hmm. Not as strong as they used to be. Batman was the number one comic with 107,578 units. Mm -hmm. Walking Dead, number two, at 106,090 units. Mm -hmm. Spider-Ged, number one, number three, at 104,899 units. Big number. Wow. More on that in a second. Batman, 57, came in at number four, 95,296 units. Mm -hmm. Then Spider-Gwen's ghost spider, number one, 88,923 units. Well, that's a not pretty high number as well. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. Hmm. Then in the sixth spot, you got Heroes in Crisis number two, DC's big event. Big events, yeah. big event titles should, you would hope, be yeah. in the number one or two spot, mm-hmm. duking it out with the other company's big event. Yeah. yeah it is only the second issue mm-hmm. 88,547. Yeah. That's not good. No. That's not good. <laughs> you, you, you don't like to see your big event title mm-hmm. in just the second issue. Already in the eighty thousand range. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. That that's disappointing. DC has to be disappointed with that. Yeah, that is very disappointing sales wise. Mm-hmm. You want your big event to be over a hundred thousand, which which can it, Doomsday Clock does it every single issue, and they're yeah. what seven issues in mm-hmm. into this eight issues in yeah, to the story every other month, or and so. every single month. Guess what, Stephen? It's over a hundred thousand issues. <laughs> I mean, a hundred thousand units. Yeah. So that's what you want to see from your big event. Yeah, that's disappointing. <clears throat> that's just the number two issue, Stephen. Yeah. That's not going to go up.
0: Yeah. Um I think the only thing they can say is like, "Well, where's Infinity Wars at?" <laughs> yeah, exactly, which
1: we're going to point in a second. Yeah. Uh Venom is the number 7 spot. Uh Venom number 7 87198. Mm-hmm. Uh Justice League number 10 in the eighth spot, 84179. Then Amazing Spider-Man number 7 in the ninth spot, 83,013. and then rounding off the 10 top 10, Amazing Spider-Man again, number 8, 82833. <laughs> uh, the other big events you say? Well, let's take a look, Steven. Um <laughs> Look at the big event comics. Yeah. Heroes in Crisis number two, 88,547. Mm-hmm. Return of Wolverine number two, 80,211. That's eh, not so good either. You no. wouldn't want to see the return of Wolverine, your big marquee character that you are literally shoving down our throats at every corner of the universe, yeah. and his dramatic return after being dead for several years. Mm-hmm. You're already at 80,211 units in just the second issue. That's, yeah. not, that's not good. No, I mean... That's not good.
0: I, uh, in, well, I guess I'll talk about that when we review the issue.
1: Yeah. Uh, Infinity Wars number four, Stephen, in the 16th spot, 63,612 issues. That's terrible. For a big event, you don't want to be 63,000 units just your fourth I issue. I feel
0: bad for those 63,000 people. I
1: agree. <laughs> but what's even worse? Spider-Geddon. That's yeah. your other big event. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel's got, what, three big events going on at the same time? DC has two big events going on at the same time. That's too many, people. It's mm-hmm. too many. Five big events at the same time. Oh, I'm sorry. Marvel has more than that. Marvel has one, two, three, four big events. DC has two. That's just, that's silly. Man. Anyhow, spider ged number one did post that good number of 104,899 units. Hey, man, it's about Spider-Man franchise. Sure. It's got a number one issue. It's going to sell. The real tell is, what did Spider-Gedon number Spider-Geddon number two sell? Uh, 53,603 units. Wow. Oh. It cratered, Steven. It shed fifty percent of its readership in just its second issue. It cratered because people read that first issue and were like, "This sucks." (laughs) Ah, no me gusta, no quiero, bye, I'm out. (laughs) I mean, I'm not surprised. It sucked.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't read that. That's a real. I refuse to read that. That.
1: Steven is a real You're kick You're not going to make me read that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real kick in the nuts right there. Yeah. That's bad. That is bad.
0: Well, that I mean, that was such a, I mean, I'm sorry, it was a stupid idea to begin with. Yeah. Like, come on, guys.
1: Yep. And then you've got extermination number four. Yep, it's still going on. 40, 000, <laughs> four, Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> not over. 40,116 units, just nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, Marvel has done a great job of just making the X-Men franchise irrelevant Yeah. for too many years. Mm. They're going to have a hard time bringing that one back. Um, then you can look at all the debut issues that came out in the month of October Mm Steven obviously the best debut issue was Spider-Gwen's Ghost Spider number one at 88,923 units did not see that one coming Mm -hmm. Batman Secret Files number one 58,707 units (laughs) Black Panther versus Deadpool number one 44,533 units and it doesn't get any better from here for the (laughs) debut (laughs) issue Steven oh my god readers had no love for debut issues of new titles in October Mm -hmm. Superior Octopus number one. Who thought that was a good idea? Who thought anyone wanted to read this? That number one issue, thirty six thousand seven hundred seventy eight <laughs> units. Okay, that'll be in the twenty thousand range by the next issue. Yeah. Old Lady Harley number one. Oh god, I don't know who thought this was a good idea. I don't know who in DC they need to be fired. Yeah. Whoever said, "Oh, that was a good idea, Old Lady Harley," like all the old man stuff they got in Marvel. We should. Okay, thirty six thousand five hundred twenty units. Thanks for playing. You'll be in the twenty thousand range by next issue. Mm-hmm. Batman: The Max Arkham Dreams number one. If you miss the nineties, we got you covered. Thirty-four thousand six hundred ninety-nine units. Shuri number one. Thirty-four thousand four hundred twenty-five units. That'll be in the twenty thousand range. Well,
0: I, I can't say I expected more. No, personally. no, no,
1: no. That'll be in the twenty thousand range by the second issue, and then in the teens, and then canceled by twelve. Yeah. Oh, I take that back. Well, Marvel seems to be okay with six. no. Marvel seems to be okay with uh, titles that don't sell well. Yeah, that's fair. They made they made carry that along. Spider Girls number one, because someone thought that was a good idea. Uh, Thirty three thousand eight hundred eleven units. That'll be in the twenty thousand range by the next issue. Books of Magic number one. Thirty two thousand two hundred eighty four units. Spider Force number one. Again, with the spider getting they, they, Marvel really overestimated people's desire for a bunch of rip-off Spider-Men yeah. that aren't named Peter Parker. Mm. I'm just saying, Spider-Force number one, thirty-two, thirty-two thousand seven hundred four units. Yeah. That'll be in the twenty thousand range in next issue. Vault of Spiders number 28,818 800 units. It's already in the twenty thousand range. This is just, this is just terrible. Yeah. Loose for number one twenty eight thousand two hundred sixteen. That's a Vertigo title though, so yeah, it gets a pass.
0: That's
1: Star Wars Solar Adaptation number one twenty five thousand two hundred seventy units. Nobody <laughs> wanted to see the movie. Why do you <laughs> want to read the comic? Okay, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, let's uh, the, the oh, but
1: what you didn't see was this. Yes.
0: in the the fixing right. movie. No, no. Uh-huh.
1: Marvel Zombie number one. Yeah, uh, this Marvel, really? by Really? Again? Yeah, uh, Marvel needs to retire this franchise. <sighs> it, is, it, it is overstayed. It's welcome. It sold 24,706 units. The number one issue. That's horrible. Shadow Star number one, uh, put this one on Death Watch already, please. Because <laughs> the first issue sold 23,210 units. That's terrible. That's horrible. But, it, but wait, it gets even worse. The Unstoppable Wasp, number one that we reviewed? Yeah. Number one issue, Steven. 17,293 <laughs> units.
0: 17,293
1: units. Okay. <laughs> Talk about delivering a comic uh, no one was asking for. You could put this one on Death Watch with yeah. this first issue. Jesus. Uh, and then Hex number one, 17,158. Okay.
0: I, mean, I, guess, I guess it's time to start... Uh... Putting a wink club on the ensemble on wasp, yes. tricking people into coming yes. In to read it, Yes. It, it might do better.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you take a quick look at the breakdown of how are all the minority titles doing, uh, oh, number no. one is Black Panther versus Deadpool number one, 44,533 units. Ugh. Number two is Shuri number one, 34,425 units. Ugh. Number three is Black Panther number five, 31,254. Don't worry, Black Panther, your, your little sister won't outsell you next month. <laughs> She'll drop below you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number four is Sideways number nine at 17,305 units. Ugh, these numbers don't get any better. Oh, that's number so five. Sad. Number five is Silencer number 10 at 15,439 units. Uh, number six is Kick-Ass number eight at 15,400 units. I, I, number I seven is Miss Marvel at number 35 at 13,019 units. Good God. And number eight is Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number 36 at 7,110 units. <laughs> these yeah. numbers are horrible. <laughs> Hor- Look, the number one issue of Black Panther versus Deadpool, in the number one spot, forty four thousand units. You know that's that's meh. That's okay. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's not great. It's it's there. Sure, in the number two spot, already at thirty four thousand range.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's bad.
1: Mm-hmm. And then to have sideways in the four spot, already in the teens at seventeen thousand. That's that's just abysmal. Yeah, that is abysmal, Stephen. Abysmal. So uh, I I don't know. Uh, Publishers yeah, have their breaking. work cut out for them on yeah. the uh, on, on comics that uh, spotlight uh, minority characters. They got mm-hmm. their work cut out for them for sure. Yeah. Now, if you look at female titles, uh, female titles, even sell much better yeah. than minority lead titles. Yeah. Uh, the female titles actually did fairly well uh, in October. You had Spider-Gwen, as we said, Ghost mm-hmm. Spider number one, 88,923. Number two spot is Catwoman number four, 72,130. Yeah, and that Catwoman title is fantastic. Yeah. The art is incredible. Yeah. The art is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I dig that they got the, they got the cojones to draw a sexy-looking Catwoman, yeah. too. She's got some sex appeal. She's not wearing combat boots and uh, a, a cat mask. New, new, new. Mm-hmm. This Catwoman is Catwoman. Yeah. She looks good. The art is fantastic. The story is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Catwoman is a title that, that definitely is it, worth buying. Yeah. That's a good title. Absolutely. That's a good title. Uh, number three spots, Wonder Woman 56, 55,178. Supergirl number 23 in the four spot, 44,775. Number five spot, Wonder Woman 57, 42,217. It went down because the new, new creator team is all 50 with number 58. Yeah. So it's going to dip. Uh, number six spots, Harley Quinn 52, 41,301 units. Uh, all female tiles, all selling better yeah. than the minority league titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven spot, Batgirl number 28, 37,397. Number eight spots Old Lady Harley, number one, at 36,520. Number nine, X-23. Hey, Marvel publishes uh, female titles, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: X-23, number five, at 35,518. And then number 10, Shuri, number one, at 34,425. Yeah. Steven, uh, so the female titles doing much better than oh, the minority yeah. lead titles. Much, much better. Um, and it's probably because they just have a better collection of characters, too. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's interesting here, Steven, is DC just does, they just do they just keep on a monthly basis, Stephen. We say this all the time, but on a monthly basis, month in, month out, DC does a better job with female characters than Marvel does, period. Yeah. End of story. Marvel got the number one spot. That's going to change. That's a oh, debut. Yeah. That is not, there's no way it's staying that high. No. I, I'm telling you right now. Uh, but out of the ten spots, uh, seven of them are DC, three are Marvel. Mm-hmm. DC does a great job with female characters. Yep. They just have a great job. Uh, you look at the all-new, all-different titles for Marvel, how are they doing? Number one spot is Life of Captain Marvel, number four, 27,418 units. Your number one comic for all new, all different titles is only 27,000. That's horrible. Number two is Shatterstar, number one, 23,210. Number three is West Coast Avengers, number three. Number three issue, Steven, 21,616 units. That'll be in the teens with the fourth issue. Uh, Champions, number 25, and the fourth spot, 18,784. <laughs> number five. Number five, Unstoppable Wasp. number one, 17,293. Number six, Miss Marvel, 35, Number seven is Iceman, number two, Steven. Only the second issue, Steven. Only the second issue, and Iceman is selling 12,941 <laughs> units.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, wow. Number eight, Exiles, number nine, 11,884. Number nine, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number 37, 8,682. And number 10, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number thirty six, Seven one one zero. 7,110.
0: What was the lowest selling title overall? Uh, Moon
1: Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number 36.
0: Oh, that was the bottom. That's the bottom. That's the absolute That's bottom. the rock Holy bottom. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and
1: unfortunately for us, New Age of Heroes still aren't doing well, Steven. Number one spot is Terrific Terrific's Annual, number one, 18,624. That's a shame. Terrific's is a great title. Mm. Number two is Sideways, number nine, like we said, 17,305. Terrible. Number three, Damage, number 10, 17,230. Sad. Number four, Silence, number 10, 15,439. Sad as well. Number five, The Unexpected, number five, 13,825. And number six, New Challengers, number six, 11,238. And that's the final issue for that title.
0: Mm, I, I guess the New Age years. of Heroes was what? just,
1: I guess DC's just given up. It's, it's not working. That's unfortunate. There's some good stuff there. Yeah. There's some good stuff there. Um, and what I thought was interesting, Stephen, I looked at how many titles each uh, DC and Marvel publish that, are below tw- that sell below 25,000 units. Hmm. DC publishes 19 titles Hmm. that sell below 25,000 units. Marvel, 40. (laughs) 40. (laughs) Let me repeat that again. DC, 19. Marvel, 40. they
0: sold how many that month? 97? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And 40 of them sold less than 25,000 units. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. how many sold in the teens for teens or below for mm-hmm. DC 14, Marvel 26. <laughs> I'll give Marvel credit. They will keep a title going no matter how bad the sales are. Jeez. Give them credit. Uh, as far as trade paperbacks go, Steven, uh, top 10, mm-hmm. uh, image had five DC had four Marvel one. Marvel's yeah. just not doing as well. Yeah. Top 25 DC eight image 11 Marvel three. Hmm. Viz one dark horse one. Boom one.
0: Um, what were the top five uh,
1: books? I'm just curious. The top five books are <laughs> whoop was right past I'm it. I'm making them scroll down. <laughs> I know, a little too fast there. Uh, top five: Batman, White Knight,
0: hmm.
1: One Woman, Earth One, hardcover, Volume Two,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then my heroes have always been Junkies, hardcover, by Image. <laughs> Number four: Batman, Volume Seven, The Wedding Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Number five: Gideon Falls, Volume One, Black Barn. Okay, hmm. so. Interesting. Yep. There you go. So those are the numbers, Stephen. Uh, as always, the takeaway is DC is doing much, much better, yes. and part of that is is Marvel falling back to earth.
0: <laughs>
1: and um, yeah. also, we've learned that big events are suffering. Yeah. For both Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I, to tell you back. Heroes and Crisis is suffering for DC. Yeah. All the rest of the <laughs> and all of Marvel's big events are suffering. Yeah. Not very good. Uh, minority lead titles are not doing well still. Mm-hmm. still Female titles though went up. Yeah, went up in October, so they're doing better. That's good. They had a nice bump. Yeah. Uh, all new, all different titles are still dead in the water.
0: Yeah, somebody call Axel. Make sure he's not on suicide
1: watch. Seriously. And, and New Age of Heroes titles are dead in the water as well. Yeah. And it appears Marvel has a truck ton of titles to sell less than twenty five thousand units, and mm-hmm. they seem to be okay with it. They're fine. They're they're going to keep. They're going to subsidize uh, loser titles, mm-hmm. which I, I at least I applaud them for that. Yeah. I'll give him credit.
0: It's. I told somebody this the other day. I said, if, if your parent company doesn't give a crap, then why should you? Yep.
1: Pretty much, my friend. Yeah. All right. Wow on that bombshell, Steven. Mm-hmm. We'll end this podcast, my friend. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, review some comic books. And hopefully have something nice to say. I hope so. All right, my friend. Until next time, viva la revolucion.